RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. When a loved one has a terminal illness, it can be painful to watch them slowly deteriorate. And beginning June 9, 2016, Californians facing terminal illness are now able to choose how and when they will die. This is very controversial, and it's not going on everywhere in the country. My guest today is Phil Rice. He is a writer and an editor. Welcome to the show, Phil. So tell us what's going on. So first, let's start with California doing this right to life, you know, right to die. And, and what's going on there right now? Uh, well, I, I don't know as far as California goes. I'm in uh, Illinois. Well, okay. So, but what we are hearing in the media? No, that's okay. What we're hearing in the media about all over the country, people are are talking about these end of life options. So, when somebody does have to help a loved one fight and accept the process of dying, what do you tell them? Well, I can share my experience with it, and it obviously is going to be different for each circumstance, but to me, the most profound and loving act we can do is to participate in that moment in the healthiest way possible. So how does that mean? Some people don't even want to discuss it, even if someone is near the end of life, and and this is what's going to happen. You know, this is what's going to happen. Some people say, no, 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 you're just going to keep fighting, or no, no. They don't, some people don't even want to discuss it. Right. And, you know, I understand that impulse, but for my experience, again, it's a, uh, you know, the acceptance and the being able to participate even in that moment is just a remarkably beautiful time, can be. And uh, we're not all given those opportunities, but sometimes the options are there. And for, for me, uh, choosing that option is is the way to go. I mean, it, it really is experiencing life at the fullest, even though it, it is also what we were talking about is death, but it's actually life at the, at its fullest, as far as my experience has been. Well, as they said in Forrest Gump, you know, death is a part of life. So we all have to sort of accept it. Nobody can escape that, no matter how hard they try. So right. what about this sort of right to die and, and the legal and personal choices that people have to make. What do you tell them about hospice or, you know, I mean, one girl with a brain tumor recently went to another state so that she could do what she needed to do. Well, I, for myself, and, and I'm very much, uh, I did read over the, the, the recent legislation and I, I find that to be a very good thing. Um, but I also point out that we're making choices all the time that affect what, how we're going to die. And um, in, in my case, where my fiancé had a brain tumor and was uh, having to make decisions, do you do surgery, do you do this, do you do that? And um, each choice actually affected how, you know, this was choosing ways to die, although we didn't look at it at, that, at the time. Um, and then there came a point where I could, I had to make a choice, more radiation, more, uh, uh, treatment or come home. And, uh, I chose to come home because the fighting at that point meant suffering and torture basically. So that was what I was weighing, but it is obviously going to be different in, in every circumstance. At what point do you decide that, okay, let's embrace this end-of-life moment. Well, because people always sort of keep having that hope, 
right? They right. keep saying, maybe there will be some cure for what I've got, or maybe something will change, or I'll get one of those miracles I've heard about. So I, I think that that's a difficult thing. Now, what about the family members? Because sometimes it's easier for the person dying. And I've I've had this experience a number of times, Phil, I mean, with many relatives, and I've been with five people while they passed away. And I know that sometimes it's harder, like for one of my brothers and sisters, it was harder for them to accept than it was for my mother at the time. So what do you tell family members about accepting what maybe this dying person has already accepted? Well, I mean, that's a very profound moment for all of us. And I think uh, part of what you're saying is that a lot of people never take that step. And uh, I think all I can say is that, yes, I mean, the, the, the awareness is uh, it, it's going to make a huge difference for that moment if you're able to have that awareness. But a lot of people simply won't. You're right. And uh, in my case, with the with my uh, fiance, who I did marry right before she died, but she had the acceptance and relaxed basically and wrote it out uh, very comfortably. But obviously, a lot, you know, different reaction from each family member as far as that went. And uh, you don't want them to go. I mean, that's. But in my case, I, I was able to turn my mind off a little bit, really. I didn't think about it too much. I just sort of tried to feel what was going on and to be with her and, uh, and experience that moment. So I was very fortunate that I was able to do that. I mean, I can't tell somebody how to do that, but other than to be open to the possibility of doing that. Well, can you tell somebody sort of your best advice about starting that conversation with their loved one who might be terminal saying, well, what is it you would like? How do you want to die? You know, whether they want certain things. I mean, that end of life discussion is another part of this all. Absolutely. And I think uh, that's a a vital discussion to have in advance, (laughs) you know, if if at all possible. And to have to, to people that you are sharing life with whatever the relationship may be um, to to have an idea of how they feel about it or what the uh, end-of-life attitude would be, uh, because you may not have that conversation. In my case, the brain surgery really, really took away a lot of her ability to respond, uh, so I was having to make those choices at that point. But, um, yes, I mean, just get to know. I mean, that's something that, that she and I had actually talked about the month before that when we became engaged was, hey, you know, things can change at any moment. We just kind of casually talked about it, but we were old enough to know that we'd lost people already. So we knew that that does happen. It's like, well, what would you do? You know, we, we kind of played out some scenarios. So I did have the advantage of, of, of a good sense of what she would have wanted uh, intellectually before we got involved. Well, see, now that's important because you did and you you were able to have a frank discussion, whereas other people, it doesn't always seem to work that way. They just aren't able to really start that discussion and no. they don't even know what words to use. No, no, very, very hard. And so the, with her, she did, you know, the whole battling cancer concept, she did battle it. She fought for two months in the hospital and... Very strong. It's incredible, actually. The miracle was that we got her home. And once she got home, I, that's when I had the conversation with her that, that this isn't, uh, you know, that your journey's taking taken you away from me. And, and that's just where it's going. And at that point, she sort of relaxed and was able to embrace the moment. 
Yeah, so that is really one of the key messages here. And is there just anything you'd like to sort of finish off with and let people know about that, you know, if they're facing this or if their loved one is facing this, give us some parting words, as it were. Well, I would say um, lead with the love. You know, it, just, it, it simplifies um, itself. Life becomes very simple in these, in these moments. And uh, for me, it just, that's what stood out, love. You know, I told her, hold, hold on to the love and let it take you where you're going. And, and I did the same thing. And that's as simple as it gets. It certainly is. And it's what we all need to do. There comes a certain acceptance. And whether it's your loved one or yourself, when you have to just say, okay, this is what I want. So, so listeners, start that discussion. If there is somebody in your life who's terminally ill, make sure you know what their wishes are. Make sure you know what they want. And even if you're not terminally ill, have an advanced directive, have a will, make sure you have all of these things laid out so that if you do have the situation where you do want one of these right to die methods that you that your loved ones understand and know and also your donor situation if you are going to be a donor make sure you let all of your loved ones know if you missed any of the information that we give here at Radio MD you can always listen on demand or on the go at radiomd.com your friends can listen you can share these shows on Facebook we're also on iHeart iTunes and the free TuneIn Radio app this is Melanie Cole thanks so much for listening 